Ash, we must be doing something right. What are we doing right? Did you just start singing a song in your head right now? When I said must be doing something right? Must be doing something right. Yeah. I know people in our audience know. Oh, shoot. Is it a Christmas song? No, it's a country song. Oh. oh I can't think of it. Come on. Must be doing You're just making it right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Must be doing something right. No? Uh-uh. I just heard you sigh. <laughs> no. Playing into my kid. No. I don't know why I'm singing it. It was such a thick. That, I'll show you later. That, that, that vocal tone, though, was spot on for sure. Wow, for sure. You, for sure. For much. sure. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm saying we must be doing something right because... I got an email. Ooh. And it is a special request. It is? Because, you know, I feel like people listening to our episodes, like, <sighs> sorry, Did I had a yawn. Did you have to yawn so large? Oof. I just started talking to you. I ha- I'm having a day, you guys. I this haven't is even coffee seen number three. And I'm just having a day. Well, apparently I bored you. No, continue. <laughs> just kidding. I'm Please. Just kidding. No reflection um, on you whatsoever. <laughs> um, so we got an email from Grace. Hey, Grace. <laughs> I was letting you, you know, say hey. And she says, I actually have a special request. Ooh. Is there any way y'all could start a weekly segment answering a fan question? Maybe even do a few questions. I think it'd be a cool way for us to get to know you guys better. Wait, I love that. That's I was like, I feel like they should know us by now, but... Like, I love that people yeah. are like, wait, we want to know more they about you. They want more. <laughs> I love, love it. that. So she said, I can start off with the first questions. We Ooh. love a we love a girl who takes charge. Wow, 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 wow. She's, um, she's cool. So yeah, I guess apparently, guys, we'll see where this goes. But if you have questions, maybe we can just start by answering like simple, like yeah. straight to the point, you yeah. know? Okay. Ready? Yes. If you could have one animal that's not meant to be a pet as a pet. What animal would you choose? Easily. Oh. Baby pig. Oh. I those videos. They are those videos so cute. Get me. Like and a I know, teacup pig? I know they get giant. No, just like a pig, you know? Oh. But they have teacup ones that say small. Yeah. Oh. But like, like a pig, you know? Like a um, pig. Okay. <laughs> Charlie's a teacup. Think, He's still a dog. Ash. I think. I think they're so cute. They are really I, cute. I cannot handle the videos that I see. I, I watch tons of them. I want a baby pig. Yeah. A little, little pig, a okay. little peanut. But I mean, technically that's allowed. Like if you wanted a pig, you could get it. Right? Oh, is that? I just assumed like not. a. She means like normal straight pet. up like tigers. You know what I mean? Elephants. Oh. But I mean, that answer could still work because it's not a typical pet. Uh, come back to me. Okay. <laughs> Um, I, think, I felt so confident. I think mine would definitely be, I think mine would be a monkey. I mm. love monkeys. I had um, one of my last trips to Africa. We got to hold a baby one. And the personality, the interactions were mm-hmm. so fun. It was like a little baby. And they, he was just like the cutest, funniest little thing. I'll post a picture on our Instagram if I remember, um, of me holding it. But I, that like changed my life. I like cried. I was like, this is the purest little animal. I think I'd want a koala. Ooh, that's a good Taren one Taryn and I went to Australia at the top of this year, pre COVID and, yeah. um, got to <laughs> p- 
pet and play with some yeah. koalas and they were the cutest little things i could just picture like my room having this like random branch sticking Dang, out and him just like yeah. kicking it there 24 7 i feel kicking like it would work it ah well thanks grace for wanting to great get to question know us. grace we love that um how are you ash i'm doing good i'm doing good i i finally got the majority of my christmas shopping done i still have to do like two more errands just two. Oh, um, i know one of them's for me you don't know I edited your vlog last night. What babe? if I lied? <gasps> you did? What if I wanted to wow. keep you in suspense? You don't know. Wow. I'm capable of such things. You are. You so are. So anyways, I have two errands to run and they're not, they're not bad. Like they're easy errands. So I know exactly what I'm going for and exactly what I'm getting. Oh, that's good. So it's going to be cake. I, I'm just, I'm thinking I'm going to do it tomorrow. So it's done before the weekend slash the few days before Christmas. Yeah. Cause I do not want to leave the house no, around that same, time. Same. Absolutely not. How about you? I'm. I'm great. I definitely, I don't know about any of you, but it's so funny because I feel like in this house, I was definitely the one who started Christmas shopping early. first, yeah. like early yeah. was on it. And yesterday I got two emails that two of my presents that I ordered literally like first are now not going to come till like January. Isn't that so how it always I'm goes? so frustrated. It's, it's so annoying I'm when that so happens. I'm so frustrated. But I get it. There's other things going on. And I know there, I can't even imagine like how much presents are being delivered through mail versus, Oof. yeah. Oof. So I get it. I'm trying to be patient, but you know, I might need Santa's assistance. It's a couple of my presents are running late and I'm, I'm concerned. And yeah. one of them's for TK. So I'm assuming I'm going to have to, our Wait, friend TK yeah. lives in Indiana. So I think I might just like ship it to her to try to oh, make it cute. fun. But uh, yeah, it comes Monday. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You know? She leaves tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, not even close. Not even close. Um, I have a tearing it up. You have a tearing I it know. up. I know. I love tearing it up. Guys, if you guys don't know, if you're new to the pod, um, what tearing it up is, this is our segment where you guys send in funny, embarrassing, awkward stories and we get a good laugh at it. Yeah. <laughs> and that pretty much sums it up. But uh, yeah, what's today's? Okay, I'll tell you. Also, I'm dying. I don't, if you guys watch our YouTube videos, you probably notice like we always have at least one dog, mm -hmm. sometimes three. And I can't even imagine, like right now, Chloe is pacing. She's very anxious. She doesn't want to be her. here. So it's just, I always wonder like if people are watching and are just like watching, watching the dogs. Her, like, just that's what I would watch. I would be like, what's going on yeah. over there? Okay. Anywho. Hello, lovely ladies. Oh, I Hello. didn't read the, do I want to? Yeah. Okay. Turn it up an awkward target encounter. Ooh. We love awkward target. I'm encounters. supposed to go to target later today. <laughs> well, I hope this happens. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, hello, lovely ladies. My name is Addie. You can say my name. Hey, Addie. Hey, Addie. See, again, say up, your girl? name. Say, I keep hearing songs. No one is around you. Say, say baby, I love Everybody Um, I have a really embarrassing story to share with y'all. This is a really funny story. And about my, oh, oh, I get it. This happened to her friend and she asked if she could share it. But first, I obviously need to shower you guys with compliments like any good email should. Ugh. Love that. We'll take them. I love your podcast so much and I'm truly the biggest fan. I love listening to your episodes and I will shed tears of joy if you girls read this on the pod. Ugh. Well, grab your tissues, Addie. Get ready. Dreams coming true. <laughs> true. <laughs> I am loved. Anyways, let's get into the story. 
I'm going to tell this story in first person, even though it's my friends. I love that. We yeah, love yeah. like, Let's, yeah. you know, it's Immerse all about the delivery. It's the like drama. we're there with you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because it makes it that much more funny and embarrassing. So now the story begins. So I was doing the holiday shopping at Target and I was headed to checkout. While I was in line, I realized the cashier was someone from my high school, which is never a good thing. Dude, mm. same. I don't know what it is because... I'll see people that I genuinely enjoyed and wouldn't mind catching up with. Something about being in a store shopping, like I will avoid people so hard. Like go down aisles I didn't mean to, which for me, right? That makes no sense because I'm like the most social person ever. But there's something about like... I don't know. I I don't know if it's because you have stuff to do. Probably. And I it's an interruption. Dis um like disingenuine in whatever mm-hmm. um conversations yeah. like i hate forcing a conversation when i'm not like in it or yeah. feeling like someone's like giving me small yeah. talk not Mm-mm. a fan no same and also the older i get the first question everyone want wants to ask is so do you have a man is there a special man in your life and i'm like no <laughs> bro but i'm over here making money why don't so, you care about that yeah just super successful not a big <laughs> deal got this kick-ass podcast so what you got (laughs) yes what do you have just kidding um anyways so I totally can relate to this so we had a few classes together and of course he's really cute of course he is so I stayed in line (laughs) yeah you did I got up to the register we talked for a few minutes when he asked me for my number Okay, girl. Cute target boy. I was a little surprised, but I gave him my number and said, when you text me, make sure you let me know who it is or that it's you, which I love this because it makes her like, you know, make sure you let me know who you are because I could have plenty of boys. I got all the guys. We love the game. Mm -hmm. Then he told me he needed my number for the target rewards card. (laughs) Like. I'm I'm there in Target. Like I can feel that. Oh, oh my gosh. That's so embarrassing. I was so embarrassed and shocked that I couldn't even talk. My face turned super red and all I could spit out of my mouth was, oh, sorry. (laughs) The worst part was he was only halfway through checking out my items. No, she had to stand there. (laughs) We didn't talk or make eye contact for the rest of the time. When I left, I was in such a hurry to get out of that embarrassing mess. As I was going through the metal detectors, they started beeping. And of course, same guy came over and told me, just go. (laughs) So small, awkward moments that are the funniest. Thanks for letting me share my friend's funny story. Hopefully it made your day a little brighter. Love you too. XOXO, Addie. (laughs) No, 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 no. Dang. That's That's bad. That's, yeah. Oof. I, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm I knock on wood, I don't run into anybody. Once I graduated high school, I didn't run into anybody. I haven't seen anybody. I, I was glad like, to get out of there. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I it's, said bye. it's probably different because you definitely, like, you left and you went to another city that wasn't just, like, a bordering city. Yeah, also, so, like, the school I went to wasn't in the, the city I lived in. Yeah, that's true. So, not only did I not live in the city, but... Pretty soon after I picked up and moved. So I'm like yeah. nowhere near there. Yeah. Anymore, so like my area, everyone. Taryn, 
It's just it doesn't around. matter where we go. She runs into someone. <laughs> yeah, someone runs true. into her. They want to sit and chat. It's and I'm just like, what is it like? It's true. You know? Honestly, it's a little stressful. To be stressful. known by so many people. It's a little stressful because I'm not the most like um, put together person. Mm, mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, uh, people <laughs> probably knew me when that happened, you know? Anyways. Um, so that's our tearing it up. Thank you, Addie, for sending that in. Thank you, Addie. That Don't was lovely. Don't cry, girl. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Um, okay, so you're going to go and then I'll go. Wait, yeah, I'm going they're the chickens. The chick. Oh, guys, no, the chickens. Guys, our neighbors got chickens, and and maybe they'll keep your pig. <laughs> maybe you I can get, get a pig, pig and they can keep yeah. it for me. Um, yeah, they got chickens, and it's the cutest thing. You can hear them clucking. Um, they wake me up in the morning. It's, early. I mean, that's legit. Who but can say key, that? Like, Who lives in LA? Loki in a really great way. Cause I just leave like my, I have a small uh. window in the bathroom. And so it's not like blaringly loud, but I'll just hear them and it wakes me up. And it's like yeah. a very subtle, relaxing. I'm sure there's an app that could wake you up with like farm noises. I don't <laughs> even need it. Like my nightmare. <laughs> it works great. It was cute. One day I was out in the backyard and I heard that it had laid its first egg. Yeah. And so I was listening to the dad talking to the kids about it. Yeah. And then he tells his wife, he's like, honey, no more buying eggs. We're all organic. Or something. So it cute. was so cute. I was like, should I get a chicken? Also, it's like the best idea because like uh, their kids are stuck at home with them, you know, yeah, and yeah. this kind of became their like everyday chore is to like yeah. feed the chickens, clean the coop, like grab the eggs, like yeah. just take care of them. Um, and I just, I thought that was really cute. That's so anyways, awesome. yes. If you hear any clucking, <laughs> it's not us. It's not <laughs> <the> chicken. <laughs> Why would it automatically be me, Ash? <laughs> okay, we're going to go ahead and get into my story. Okay. Um, she writes, I don't I don't think I want to, yeah, I'll say the title anyways. The title is Matron of Horror. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. She writes, Dear Ashley and Taryn, first off, I want to say I love listening to your podcast and have listened since day one. I love listening to all the stories and I love the all caps, the October series. Oh, same. <laughs> we miss it. I know, same. Should we bring it back? February right. scary stories? <laughs> sure. Honestly, it'd be fitting because everyone's all talking about love. Yeah. We we're like, nothing. screw Valentine's so Day. So we should talk about Let's death. talk about death. Let's talk about death. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> I know the proper term is matron of honor. Mine anyway was horror. Mm. I thought I would send a juicy story about my wedding this summer. Yes, you can use my name. My name is Kim. She's like, I don't care. She said, let's go. She said, let her find out. Kim's about to pop off. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, here she goes. I was engaged for one year and four months. I had this day planned to a T, as you can imagine. I remember being so excited for the year 2020. All of us were. Well, (laughs) that is until March. Obviously, due to reasons I don't even care to talk about because we all know what 2020 (laughs) has been like. Anyway, I had this best friend for about 10 years. She got married last year. And whenever I would talk about my wedding, 
she would always bring up hers about the stress she had and about how much stress I was going to have. Honestly, crazy to believe, but I didn't stress as much as a normal bride would. I looked at everything with the thought, if something doesn't go as planned, then it's not what God has planned for us, which I love. I think it's better to just think that way. <laughs> I think that's a great in, way to in think. In all aspects of life. Yeah, I agree. Now on to the juicy stuff. Once the pandemic hit, this quote unquote friend, we'll call her Sarah, would constantly <laughs> would constantly bring up how I'm going to have to cancel my wedding and wasn't going to get what she got and kind of would compare our two weddings together. Wait, she's telling she's telling her she needs to cancel her own wedding? No, she, the best friend is telling Kim that she needs to cancel her wedding because of 2020. Oh, oh. Because of everything that this year brought. Why is that her job to tell her that? Mm, that's a good question, Ugh. isn't it? Sarah. <laughs> My mother-in-law soon noticed right away the stress and the upsetting look that I would get whenever she would start talking about my wedding and comparing it to hers. I was so nervous to talk to Sarah about it because I knew I would get this whole story on how lucky she was to have had her wedding go so smoothly. For example, I didn't know if I would have a videographer and when I talked to her about it, she told me that I would have to watch her wedding video. The whole thing is seriously so good, she puts in quotes. That right there was the most heartbreaking thing or how we picked to go to Hawaii for our honeymoon. She instantly would talk about how amazing hers was in Jamaica and how we won't get to go on ours, which is so unfortunate. I can't see on this girl already. (laughs) (laughs) Then came my bachelorette party. Sarah barely had anything planned. My friend I have been friends with for maybe a year decorated my mother-in-law's basement for it. And my matron of honor did not do anything but buy some snacks. When my friend brought it up to her, apparently she said, well, we didn't do that for mine, so I didn't think we would do it for hers. Ew. (laughs) Sarah also got upset because my two friends brought alcohol for it, and we got a little, quote unquote, too drunk. So she created a lie and had her husband call her and say that he locked himself out of their condo and needed her to go home so that he can get in, even though her parents live mm, five minutes away from the condo, and I and our bachelorette party was an hour and 10 minutes away. Wow. That says it all right there. She didn't want to actually be there for my bachelorette party. I let it slide because I do not do well with conflicts. Same girl. It's like Ash. (laughs) My mother-in-law, however, not so much. She texted her and asked her if she was okay and if she actually wanted to be here for me and so on. That's when Sarah's dad, a 24-year-old's father came in and went off on my mother-in-law and Sarah did not talk to me again after that. What? Apparently the friend brought her dad into the conflict because the mother-in-law called her stood out. up and called her out. She called her dad. I can't. Again, my stress level was already on high because I live in Michigan and we were completely shut down for a while and still are, which is completely understandable. I still had an amazing wedding with close friends and family and it was a night I would totally relive. I still have that feeling of guilt, like somehow I did something to make Sarah feel that way and that I should have just been upfront and honest that everything bothered me a lot. She has completely blocked me on everything. So we do not have any way of communication. I feel good venting to you guys. And I'm so sorry for the long email. Also, I do not know if you guys will read this, but I will attach a photo of me and my handsome husband on our big day. 
I hope you guys are staying safe. Have a Merry Christmas. And I'm living for your Vlogmas content. Ashley. Seriously love watching your vlogs. Thank you, Kim. So sweet. Here is a photo of her and her man. You guys are stunning. This is a great photo. I freaking, anytime there's a veil involved, it gets me every time. I know. Um, Well, there's so many things that I want to say. Um, I have had so many friends that were supposed to get married or, you know, weddings I was supposed to attend and stuff that got canceled this year. So, I mean, the best way to look at it is at least you weren't alone. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the amount of stress that I knew, I know people were dealing with, with weddings this year. Um, I can't even imagine. So I'm just so happy that you actually were able to get married. Um, so congrats on that. The friend on the other hand, woof, I've been to a handful of bachelorette parties where the maid of honor didn't actually do what she was supposed to do. And it's, it really is one of those moments where you're just kind of like, Hmm, it kind of puts, you know, kind of brings a whole new perspective on the friendship there because they're supposed, there's like, it's an honor. It's an honor to be able to dote on like your friend. And I do think, you know, bridezillas do kind of make that hard sometimes, but this was a simple decorate. And if all she, if she didn't do anything, then, then I'm glad that your friend stood up for you and your mother-in-law stood up for you as well. I just think like, obviously I think I've mentioned on here, I'm, I've been in a thousand weddings. Taryn has. Um, I've planned bachelorette parties when I wasn't the maid of honor because I think people just know, like, I'll just do it, you Mm -hmm. know? But I always try to, because I don't think I've been in one wedding where there wasn't some type of ridiculous drama. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think what it boils down to is not everyone is able to fully separate their needs and wants Mm-hmm. from a situation yes like when it comes to a wedding it's not about you mm-hmm. it's not your job to do anything and if you don't like or don't want to do something you don't have the right to voice your opinion it's because not your wedding it's not your day they can have you wear a freaking trash bag if that's what they want and you're a good friend you do it yes. like bottom line yeah so it's that's just, the whole joke is like the ugly dress joke no one actually wants yeah. to wear the bridesmaid's dress typically, Fully. but they wear it because it's their friend's choice. Fully. Yes. So I, I without fail, end up being the one that pisses everyone off because I'm so blunt. I remember one wedding I was in, the photographer was trying to get a photo of the bride putting on her lipstick in a mirror. Mm-hmm. And so I watched them walk up to the mirror and one of the bridesmaids was doing her hair in front of the mirror. So the bride was like, Hey, like, you know, can we get this shot really fast? And she was like, I'm doing my hair. Ew. And I looked and I was like, okay, Taryn, you're fine. You don't need to say anything, but I couldn't help it. And so I walked up and I was like, move. Yeah. <laughs> like move. They're trying to get a shot of the bride yeah. whose wedding you're getting ready not for. Another, you know, not, it's not like another bridesmaid. Yeah. It's like, Hey, scoot over. I'm no. trying to get a selfie. And it's she like, looked up and was like, I'm, in the middle of curling my hair. I was like, I don't care. Move. And she was like, oh my God. And I like started crying. And I was like, I don't care. Like move. But I'm just saying like, that's the tiniest example of things I've seen. And mm-hmm. it all comes down to people caring more about what their right is, what their feelings are, what they feel like they're owed when it really has 
nothing to do with them. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't know Sarah at all, obviously, but I'm, I'm listening to, you know, her constantly comparing your weddings, her constantly bringing yeah. up her own videos and how you need to, you know, be more like hers or how it's a bummer that yours isn't going to go just yeah. like hers went. And I can't help, but just hear like narcissism in my head Seriously. and just like the bells, red, red flags are just flying in right and left. I'm like, okay, well this girl clearly doesn't care about you if all she's talking about is herself no especially at a wedding that's where things it's like okay people can be self-centered at times that's fine but like this like taryn said is supposed to be your day yeah so i do want to say if there's anyone out there um that's like you know about to get married or planning on getting married or whatever if these start showing up yeah before you know a wait a distance before the actual day I think you have every right as a bride to be like, Hey, listen, yeah, I, you know, would love to have you in the wedding. You know, I can't wait for you to, you know, be here, but I'm yeah. going to relieve you of that job title because I, you know, I don't want to deal with it yeah. and it, you seem busy and you know, it's totally fine, Yeah, but I'm going to give this to someone else who can handle it or, yeah. or if someone's being a real pain in the butt and you can't handle it. And again, this is your day. I see no problem saying would love for you to come and enjoy the wedding with the rest of our guests. Yeah. But I'm going to ask you to be off the party because I, I don't have time for this. Yeah. And you I have get every right a lot to do of that. Brides, a lot of brides are like, I can't deal with like a friendship drama on top of all this stuff. Oof. And you know, like those type of people, you Oof. say anything to them and they'll just cause so much drama. So I get picking your battles of like, I'm just going to put up with her and whatever. But I will say almost every wedding there is this true color scenario Mm -hmm. where that person then is no longer in the person's life yeah and i just wanted to address you were like i still feel guilty don't like from Mm -mm. what you're saying you did nothing wrong and i think that if someone can so and i need everyone to hear this because everybody has that person that they feel guilt and like our friendship ended our relationship ended and i feel guilty pop off taryn all I'm going to say, obviously I'm triggered because I've been through it. Um, if someone can so easily walk out of your life, they don't deserve to be in your life in the first place. Dang. People fight for people they love. Mm-hmm. If I'm hurt by someone, if I care about them, I will fight to try to right that wrong or to let them know how I feel to continue a relationship. If someone hurts me and my thing is to be like, eh, I don't need them anyways, then I don't care about that person. Mm -hmm. So if people walk out of your life without trying to like reconcile or even give you the decency of a conversation, they don't deserve to be in your life and you need to just move on. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to say. I think it's just a blatant thing. I think there's nothing wrong with reaching out and trying to make sure you've done all you can to try to reconcile. But at some point, these people don't deserve to keep hurting you over and over and over when they've made the choice to cut you out. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that I'm just this, this part just sealed the deal for me. The fact that she had to bring in her father to come and deal with the mess and the, yeah, she got so uncomfortable being called out that she had her dad come and deal with it. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I think, can't imagine my dad yelling at anyone. <laughs> I think you are. I think it's a good thing that she's gone yeah. because she sounds like quite the handful. Um, yeah. but I do, I do want to be careful saying that I'm sure this, this hurt very much. Um, and I'm sorry that you had to go through that, but you know, 
But you had a beautiful wedding with people you love. The mm-hmm. photo was so cute. And I think everyone's trying to do the best they can in this time. Yes. So hang on to the people who care about you and are pouring into you too and the rest of them mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting after this pandemic when all of a sudden people start coming back in people's lives like hey what's up and you're like ah, where have you been you all were year? not here yeah <laughs> so exactly bye. yeah you lost your seat at the table yeah and bye. you know friends come and go unless you have a turn <laughs> yeah we're we don't go anywhere <laughs> for life you're stuck okay <laughs> all right should i go into mine yes please Well, thank you so much, Kim, for writing in. We really appreciate it and hope you feel validated to just move forward, girl. Mm -hmm. Move forward. Enjoy Mm -hmm. your life. Um, Okay, so my story is called My Family Gives Me Anxiety. Ooh. She put, hi, Aaron and Tashley. She's like, I smushed your names together because I could not choose whose name to put first. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Are don't you worry. Nine? About, I know your names and I'm a true fan, I promise. I read it at first and I was like, what? I've never heard That's my name. That's so funny. Like that. I would like to remain anonymous, but. Oh, oh, I almost gave it away. She gave us her name. Just oh, us. Got it's it. that. Got it. You see it? Got it. Cute. Um, nice to meet you. Anonymous. Hello. I love you guys so much. And if I'm being honest, out of all the podcasts I listen to, I will re-listen to each of your podcasts like six times. Get out of ah, here. I love that. You guys brighten my day and I've been alone in my apartment in college. So you've pretty much become my best friend. Oh, we love I you too. Love you. Anonymous. Wink, wink. I know your name. So you guys asked for family stories and I definitely need advice on some family issues. Ooh, let's go. I know. For a little background, my brother and dad have always had a complicated relationship. A rebellious teenage boy and a father who demands respects do not necessarily get along. For years, my nights at home would consist of me listening to them scream at each other and at times things would get aggressive. Nothing too bad happened, but I can say over the years, I've lost a lot of respect for my father and I've started to slightly resent my brother for being so problematic. I I get that. Yeah, no, I fully get that. I was excited to go off to college and even though COVID took away most of my college experience, I I was able to move out of the house. Living alone in an apartment for the past three months has helped me realize how much anxiety my family causes me. It's amazing how when you separate from something, you're like, Mm-hmm. either oh my gosh I miss it or oh my gosh I'm a better person you yeah, know it's like you don't even realize what you're going through until you're out of it mm-hmm. and either how much you needed it or how much you do not need that in your yeah life. fully my dad with his yelling my brother with his sub- stubbornness and my mom who always dumps all of her worries about our family onto me I want to be there for her but everything she says really affects how I feel fully get that too mm-hmm. Now to where I need advice. I'm home for three weeks for winter break and a whole new layer has been added to things I'm feeling anxious about. Eating disorders. While I was at college, my brother was diagnosed with an eating disorder and he had to go to inpatient care for a week. He is now home, but following a very strict eating schedule. As expected, he is very upset about everything that is going on. So the tension in the house is worse than before. Not to make things worse, but my mom, since she has done a lot of research on eating disorders, now believes that I have one called orthorexia, which is someone having an obsession with healthy food. 
an unhealthy obsession with healthy food. Got it. Being home has definitely shown that this may be true. My brother has to eat a lot of food that I would classify as unhealthy because he needs to gain weight. Mm -hmm. I only want to eat certain foods because I view them as healthy. And if I don't, I feel really bad about myself. But I'm scared to ask my mom to buy me groceries because I know she already suspects to me that I have this eating disorder. I'm filled with so much anxiety right now between needing to eat food that I want to eat, not wanting to upset my brother who has to eat food that he, that I would and he would classify as unhealthy. Sorry, I feel like I said that word. Asking my mom to help me get food that I want and my dad not being respectful about my brother's eating disorder. So not only is the normal anxiety I feel around my family, but this whole new thing with my brother's situation and me possibly as well is adding to my anxiety. I hope this email makes sense. I am stuck at home for three weeks, so I need to find a way to deal with everything. I know I didn't ask a very clear question, but honestly, I don't even really know specifically what I need help with, so any advice would help. Also, my ex who broke my heart five months ago reached out to me today, so I'm having a bad day. Of course he did. A bad week, yep. It would be amazing if you read my email on the pod, but even if you don't, just, just typing this out has helped me process my emotions. By the way, I have a therapist, but they have so many clients that I only see them every three weeks. So any advice you would give me would be much appreciated. Love you guys so much. Can't wait to listen to next week's pod, even if it's not my story. Love, Anonymous. Well, surprise. It's your story. It's your story, girl. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. That's I a just, lot. I, w- I want to say a very clear disclaimer before we get into the story. Yeah. Um. Both of us acknowledge like eating disorders are a very serious thing. Um, a lot of times that need professional help. We are not professionals. So what we are giving advice on, I just want to make it very clear that we're not we're not trying to take the place of a professional. Mm-hmm. So I think if there is concern coming from your mom, it sounds like you're already seeing a professional. So that's great. I'm sure you're addressing this and making sure everything's, you know, being addressed and on track. But I just wanted to say, cause I feel like, um, this is a very serious thing. And mm-hmm. I think especially now with so many people that are just home and depressed and binge eating is probably taking a turn for a lot of people, me mm-hmm. included. I think it's just something we need to be clear about that. This is a situation that you might need to seek out help. And so I just want, I don't want anybody going through the same situation to take our word as gold because it's not. It's a very unprofessional Um, opinion. This is unprofessional. This is very specified to what we're reading right now. And one of the reasons I was like, yeah, I think we can talk about this is because she is getting professional help. So just wanted to throw that out there first. Yeah. Did you have anything you wanted to start with? Oh my God. So, I mean, so, so many things. I feel so bad for you. Um, that sounds like a, a very stressful holiday Yeah. and holidays are supposed to be like happy and relaxing with mm-hmm. your family um, and like casually eating with no pressures around yeah. food, you know? So the fact that um, especially holidays when all you do is bake and cook and like do all these things yeah. um, with that amount of pressure around something that you do during the holidays. Yeah. That's a lot. And um, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. I think the best thing I know my mom's going to listen to this. So sorry for using you as an 
Everyone listening was like, do you ever do that when you listen to someone? My voice just like disappeared for a second. Um, I know my mom's listening to this, but I'm going to use you as an example. Um, She tends to research everything. Mm -hmm. Absolutely everything. And it's one of her gifts. Like if you need something to to figure something out, she's got you and she'll be back in contact with you in 30 minutes with an answer. It's like, gold she's amazing however i do think that all of this research and all of this extremely helpful stuff that she's capable of doing can kind of cause this huge filter over her face where Mm -hmm. it looks like all of a sudden everyone is resembling these symptoms that you're reading yeah um which again can be so helpful in specific situations. But in general, I think it's very stressful. It gives you a lot of anxiety. And I think me and my sister have had conversations with her multiple times where we were like, Hey, I don't think this is that situation. I see where it's stemming from, but this is not that specific instance. So our mom sounds similar. So the only thing I could think of for your conversation with your mom, which I do think you need to have a conversation with your mom is to just kind of tell her straight up, just be like, Hey, listen, I understand that you did research. Please understand that I take it seriously. And I appreciate that you care because the reason she's researching is because she cares about you. However, I am coming to terms with this on my own. Mm -hmm. I have a therapist. I'm obviously taking steps towards, you know, dealing with this. Um, I would appreciate if you would not try to diagnose me because you're not a doctor. Mm -hmm. And then two, just because I have a fixation with healthy food doesn't mean I should eat junk. Yeah. You know, there's got to be some kind of like middle ground and maybe you and her can discuss what that middle ground should be. Yeah. I think I, I like that you brought that up because I was thinking the same thing. Like the fact that your mom is doing research on her own time, like about eating disorders shows how much she cares about your brother, Mm -hmm. because if she was like dismissive about it, she wouldn't be researching. Yeah. This is something that is so freaking common with, um, you know, they talk about it a lot with uh, people who go to like med school or even like me when I was starting to take my psychology courses, Mm -hmm. everything I read, I was like, oh my God, this person has that. I have it. Like whatever, because you can make a lot of people fit into like certain categories. And people go through like things that kind of brings out different emotions in them. We all have tendencies that Mm -hmm. resemble different things. I'm I think that I have a lot of OCD tendencies. Like I think if I really went and pursued it, I could be diagnosed with slight OCD. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, there's things that I read when I, when I'm reading about that, that I'm like, I can relate. And there's things with other things where the danger comes in is when you get tunnel vision to the point where you're like, this is truth. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. And you focus and fixate on that. So I think you do need to have a conversation with your mom with where you're like, Hey, I get that you're concerned about me and you care about me. And I love that. I want you to know, (laughs) like talk to your therapist and be like, are, do you have any concerns with like how I'm eating? Has this ever been something you're concerned about? And be like, mom, you are not a professional. I love you and I hear you. But even my therapist, I've gone over this. I don't have a problem. I just eat healthy food. Yeah. And it's funny because Ash eats super healthy and she says the same thing a lot. Like when I don't, I don't like the way I feel because yeah. oh, either I think I said it on yeah, this podcast. her stomach or her or she'll be like, oh, I've been working so hard. Like I just like, you know, lost part of my progress. Mm-hmm. 
there is an unhealthy balance that can come with that. And Ash has experienced it. I've experienced it when I was eating healthy. Um, But you know what I mean? Like you can come to like obsessed with it. Yeah. So it is a, a thing to watch for. But if that is your choice, there are things that you can do for yourself. Like you should be the one going shopping for your own food Mm -hmm. if you're on vacation. Ash straight up brings like salmon, eggs, spinach, all this stuff (laughs) when she comes on vacation with my family because that's her choice to eat that. I think I'm so weird. (laughs) Everyone's like, oh, you're cooking salmon. But I don't do it to, uh, I don't do it to, 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 for any other reason other than this is my choice. I want to yeah. eat healthier so that when I do choose to splurge, like I feel like I can, you yes. know? Yeah. Hopefully and that maybe makes you can even say that to your mom and be like, Hey, um, I have some things I would love to add to the grocery list. Cause I'm, you know, trying to fo- follow this healthy diet, but if it's too difficult, I can go buy it for myself. Yeah. Just so it's like her saying like, Hey, you are buying groceries for everyone to eat. Like, can yeah. I have what I want? So that's what I would say. I think you need to talk to your mom. I would talk to your therapist too. And girl, if if your therapist is not giving you all that you need, like if you need more than three weeks, like find other places, other outlets, like talk mm-hmm. to friends. You know, we always talk about better help. Like that would be a great one just to specifically go to an eating disorder specialist and you can sign up and stop whenever you want. I'm not saying it has to be better help, but like something like that, where it's like, let me just do like a quick couple of like zoom or phone calls or yeah. text, whatever, just to like get a baseline and make sure like I'm not missing something. Cause right. I think that's smart. Yeah. And then from there, just sit your mom down and be like, I love your intention. I love that you love me and you care about me, but you don't need to worry about me too. Like let's focus on brother and make sure he has the support system that he needs right now, especially Mm -hmm. if he's not getting it from your dad. Yeah. But for me, I'm good. Like I don't need you to worry about me. Yeah. You've got to also just like lean in and help reassure her that there is a trust that you share with her. And because of that trust, she needs to be able to trust that you will take care of yourself. As far as your brother and your dad, we can't control other people. It sounds like this has been going on for your entire life. So obviously, like, listen to your gut. If there's points where you want to stick up for your brother or say something to your dad or talk to him on the side, obviously do that. But at the end of the day, if this is just the dynamic that's going to be there, the only thing you can really do is make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So... I would build in your routine while you're there walks. (laughs) I would like listen to music in my room. I would eat lunch on a blanket in the backyard, like whatever you got to do to create little breaks for you to just refresh Mm -hmm. because you're not going to be there forever. So I think a lot of us, like when we're put in those situations that are just short term, like build within things to help you just like fill back up so that you can have enough energy and stamina to get through that time. And then, you know, when you go home, then you're in control of your own situation again. A thousand percent. Oh, good luck. I think you've got this. No, you've told, I think you definitely have got it, but I definitely think there's steps to come and we love you. We're here for you. Definitely make sure, you know, when people who love us bring up a concern, it's good to just double check and, um, hopefully everything's clear, create those boundaries, you know, and you and just try this, to have a good good holiday. We'll be we'll be thinking about you for sure. Rooting for you 100%. Rooting. 
All right. Should I end with a dad joke? Yes. This was sent again by my friend Kyle. He always sends the best <laughs> dad joke. Dad jokes. Thanks, Kyle. Dad jokes. Christmas themed dad joke. Ready? Ready. How can you tell snowmen from snow women? Are you going to guess? <laughs> Is it a dirty joke? <laughs> I mean, not that dirty. Jeez. Just say something with balls. <laughs> yeah. Really? Check, check for snowballs. Check for snowballs. <laughs> yes. Oh, at least I was kind of there. You were, you were on the right like, track. Was it kind of a dirty joke? But I was going to say something with balls. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, oh, this is the last time we talked to you guys before Christmas. Before so Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a happy holiday. Yes, if you need to get you. away from your family, listen to another episode. Listen to an episode. Come to Binge our, our podcast. We'll be your family. <laughs> love you all. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye. Bye.